millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We're all about the archers. I'm Philippa. I'm Katie. I'm Lauren. And when I last checked, I'm Quentin. And this episode includes spoilers up to and including the episode of the archers on Tuesday night, the 10th of October. So if you haven't heard that first, go and listen to that and then come and join us for the madness. This week we cover invitations and usha my new mantra be more snail eddie and pat and of course food and books so let's get straight into it quentin what did you think of the week so far i have enjoyed it i think i was getting very very irritated by a certain eddie grundy and i wanted to throw my radio out the window but it's picked up with the drama and i think tonight was really interesting wasn't it uh, the invitation to rob's baptism which has caused a schism in the village so i i'm i'm all agog I'm all agog. I find it hilarious that Rob has the audacity to send out invites to this baptism. And something that has perplexed me a little bit is that Pat knows what he's like. She knows that he's all about manipulation. So having the line written on there, special thanks to this, like, surely, I mean, anger is your go-to emotion. Not seeing through it. Come on, Pat. We're all seeing (laughs) through it. Even Helen saw through it. How's no one said it yet? Happy oh. birthday, Susan. <laughs> she sat there with her hat on. I have a, a party hat and everything. <laughs> I've even got jammy dodger earrings in for Philippa. Like, come on. It's a party. I've just had a pint of kefir <laughs> and I'm ready Poor to go. You. I thought something was sticking out of your head. Happy birthday, Susan. Happy birthday, Happy birthday yeah. Susan. Happy yes. birthday, yes. Susan. Yeah, she got her dream birthday present and a tandem. Before we go any further, can we just cover food? Sorry, just needed to do this very briefly. We, oh, we had pays, a seafood buffet, <laughs> sumptuous. We had pate and lamb, Robert ordered in the bowl, breakfast in bed for Susan, and then lobster and fish pie. There was a lot, going, a lot of seafood going on. Oh, what did I miss? I've got some omissions. Yeah, lucky I'm here. Tarragon, quite a lot on tarragon. True, true. Tarragon Thank in the freezer, you. dried tarragon, fresh tarragon, all of this. 
Sunday roast. Pat was having a Sunday roast. And for some reason, I've written down worms. <laughs> You've written it down, so I'm sure it yeah, happened. Important. <laughs> okay. Faves and flops then. Let's have a look at this. Quentin, what were your faves? What were your flops? I mean, let's be honest. Um, I've been fantastic hearing Usha give both barrels to Rob, hasn't it, this week? I mean, she has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. She has told him he's speaking a whole load of garbage, which was a magnificent use of that word. I haven't heard that for a while on the Archers. And then she gave it also to um, Alan as well, didn't she, before she apologised. And uh, a great line. All I could say is Jesus didn't have to live in Ambridge. There were some corkers this week. Fantastic lines. So, I, I, yeah, Usha, who I'm ne- not normally a big fan of, has, has really impressed me this week, and I've enjoyed hearing her really go for it. Uh, as for the flops, I mean, there's none comes bigger than, than Eddie and his ridiculous Halloween story, which has just driven me nuts. I, I just wish Emma had actually thumped both of them and they just knocked the whole thing out, really. <laughs> and the other thing that really grated with me this week was uh, Linda's exaggerated French. Partay, she said, and buffet. <laughs> Although she did redeem herself with, I thought she was lovely with Ardil when she listened to him, accepted his apology, then forgave him and then was concerned about his well-being. So she did redeem herself, but her ridiculous French was a flop. A floppé. <laughs> Lauren, your faves, your flops? My faves? I had to dig deep to find some faves this week, to be honest. Quite enjoyed hearing about the next book on Emma's reading list. Great expectations. Quite always enjoy a bookish mention. Enjoyed that. I also quite like the idea of six before 60. I'm quite into my projects. I mean, six before 60 to me feels a little bit tame. I feel like she could have maybe squeezed in 60 things before 60. <laughs> but I've quite enjoyed following that, I'll be honest. But it's floptastic over here. I've got it's over running with flops. One of my main flops, and this happens regularly, is people in the shop or in the pub asking if it's okay to pay by card now i've told you that you will not be able to not hear it it happens like two or three times a week it's happened twice this week already people asking if it's okay to pay by card it's fine to pay by card it's 2023 agree with quentin fed up with eddie pushing the ghosts and the ghouls no thank you to me for a halloween walk i thought our deal in in flip i thought our deal was very unsympathetic and quite unkind i enjoyed him saying that he did not want to sully the firework night with a beer tent and has then decided that it would be okay to have a stylish airy space of a beer tent so yeah Ardil flopping for me a bit this well, week well if, if i can if i can just pick up on you that with Ardil, i mean he came out with some brilliant corporate speak didn't he we are relaunching gray gables as a style forward radical departure in hospitality <laughs> and the beer tent when he came around to it he wanted to unpack the concept he's stressed He's very stressed. He's, He's stressed. very stressed. Left, He's very he, stressed. He, he left me stressed off that nonsense. Yeah, he was a total snob about a beer marquee. Even yeah. if he was saying about a beer marquee with plastic tables and chairs with hay on the floor, I'd be there with a pint of shires. I'd be well happy, but <laughs> obviously not for him. Starting okay. off with the flops, I agree with Quentin completely. I'd got Linda's ugh about buffet, canapé and pâté. I was just like, shut up. <laughs> Linda is not my fave anyway, but I was like, stop it. And then she said it later on with some some other word as well. I was like, oh, let's stop it. Come on. It's buffet. Come on. We all know that. And then my fave was actually at the start of Sunday when Alan and Jacob were chatting and they were talking about a status quo funeral. 
I was like, yes, because I love status quo. So I'd be all over a double denim funeral. That would be amazing. Have I missed something? Was he on this week? I missed him. He plays the organ. Of course. That was it. Yeah, he was talking about having to liaise with Jacob. The other thing they slipped in, which I wasn't ever aware of unless I forgot it, is that Kenton mentioned that he had been in the Merchant Navy. Did we know this? Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. Oh, I missed that. Philip has confirmed that we did. Okay. So if Philip knows, then we did know. And we're very stupid for not knowing. But I thought I didn't know. Anyway, on to Miss Know-It-All. Philippa, your faves and flop. I don't know if it's a favour or flop, but there were a lot of book mentions this week. So, yes, we've had mm-hmm. of Mice and Men, Cinderella, Great Expectations, and then a book of poetry, but unnamed. We didn't know what that <laughs> book of poetry was. Like Quentin, I love the phrase, Jesus didn't have to live in Ambridge. That's worth a tea towel. I'm sorry. It's got to happen. Mm. I was impressed with Helen tonight. I mean, I don't think I would mm. have said that for a while. But yeah, yeah. I agree. It's these mm. invitations. It seemed to be a week of invitations. So first of all, we had these VIP invitations that were sent to Usha and Alan and Pat and Tony. Not exactly <laughs> high-end VIP. And if you didn't get an invitation and if you couldn't afford to buy one, you can go to the bonfire party. I'd be insulted. I wouldn't do that. Too poor to come to the party. You can, we're giving away free tickets to the bonfire party. Yeah. I thought, too poor to come along. They're giving away free tickets to the people that can actually afford them. But people who would like to go to the party, like Emma, can't afford to get them. But but Elitist. But she shall go to the ball and and Linda is the fairy godmother. I mean, amazingly, Philippa has missed out some food this evening and she's missed out some poetry because Neil wrote a poem to Susan tonight in her card. Yeah. I mean, that was top literature, that was. It really was, yes. But let's just unpack this invitation from Rob. I mean, what is Rob's cunning plan with all of this? Who is he out? to hurt the most. The minute I heard Susan open the invitation, I did screech with delight because it's awful, but it's also drama. But why would he do it? Q, what do you think? It's maximum humiliation, isn't it? He was very threatening with Usha when he was saying to her, you're not even Christian anyway, and you'll soon find out what I've got in store for you. It's to punish them to show that he's, you know, he's he's a narcissist. He wants control. So he's controlling the narrative, if you like. And he obviously hoped that it would uh, undermine their relationship with Bridge Farm, get to Helen ultimately. It's sort of half work because Pat's gone off on one, but Helen has been cool as a cucumber. And like you, Philip, I was very, very impressed tonight. So by her, because I thought, I mean, she hasn't been told about Penny Hassett. And I think, you know, what's she going to react when she finds out he's living at Penny Hassett's? So we, have, I, I, we hold our horses on that. But if anything, if tonight's anything to go by, then she's going to be really calm, cool and collected about it. I just despair as to where he's going next. I think he knows he's on his way out, or is he? We still haven't got to the bottom of that, but he knows he's on his way out. And will he just take down and just cause as much chaos as he can wherever he goes? Like, the gloves are off, really, aren't they, for him? My question, and Katie, maybe you can help me with this, is how... Does he know when the baptism is going to be? Because it's tomorrow he's being handed over to this other rector. How does he even know when it's going to happen? Exactly, because I assume he's got to have, I don't know, do they do baptism classes? I know they do for confirmation, but I don't know if they do for baptism. He's obviously trying to get in there because 
Alan and Usha are kind of the middle, the centre of the community and Umbridge and whatever. So he's trying to cause it from the inside outwards, definitely. But yeah, I I thought it was brilliant. I was the same as you when she opened that invite. It was a twist that I definitely didn't see coming. I thought it's a genius way to get a bit of a rift. And I wonder, I know, and I wonder who else is going to get them. Like who else is he going to like start getting into and poking with invites? He'd probably send invites to Jack, won't he? And Henry. That's who he really wants to impress. Also, we've forgotten, I believe I'm right, that the, the, the rector who Alan has now sent him to is a woman, isn't she? Which is perhaps not a great move. She is, is but that could be a good I move because she she might not stand for any non... I hope she, do, I hope she does an usher on him, you know, but mm. we know what Rob's like with women. Uh, women this... are like with Rob, though. They see right through him. They do. Apart from Pat. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. This one's still got this one's still got a long way to go. But Pat and yeah, Usha weren't friends. It's only recently they've suddenly become best friends, and then a second later, Pat saying, "That's it. Don't darken my door yeah. again." Almost like a plot device. No, it's just a drama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I loved Susan's aggressive stamping with Usha in the shop today and <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the quickest credit card payment. I mean, again, when someone is angry in Ambridge, that payment goes through so quickly. <laughs> she, uh, she's, she's such a good actress who plays Susan. She, she really is. You know, you just, you could sense her contempt, fury with Usha, couldn't you? With every she's so cold, tight-lipped consonant. Can you pass yeah. it over to me? Yeah, she's brilliant. <laughs> Very, very good. Okay, it's prediction time. I need one prediction from each of you. Mine will, I'm no doubt, fail completely. They usually do. But Q, let's have your prediction. What's going to happen? This is a dead cert. Dr. Malik is here to stay. I mean, she's already a speaking part. So I think she is going to be around for quite a bit. And we're going to find out quite a lot about Ardil, her little bro, and maybe find out who actually really owns Grey Gables. So she's around certainly for a while. Clever, they've made her a locum because if they suddenly decide they've had, a, had enough, we don't need her anymore, she can move on somewhere else. But Dr. Malik is here to stay. I like her. I'm looking yeah, forward to hearing more from her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Go on, Lauren, what's your prediction? Battle of the Bonfire Nights, anyone? Oh, love it. Maybe. Do you think? I don't know. I've, I've, yeah, maybe. I feel like there was a lot of hoopla about it for it to just be, that's the end of that. So Kenton versus Ardeal in Battle of the Bonfire Nights, let's say. Yes, because Kenton's now given his invitation to the party to Emma, but might he want to yeah. go now? So that could cause further unctions. And yes, you're Oh, I'd love that. Battle of the Bonfires. Mm. Katie, what about you? Got because they they've done this whole because now Will's been punched. He's not going to be the witch or whatever. Who's going to be the oh, witch? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's going to end up being something. <laughs> Following on from Ardil being the Easter Bunny, is it going to be Ardil's sisters the witch? Are we going to carry it on that way? I don't know. And then someone else becomes Santa at the fate. I don't know. We're <laughs> just going to get all of Ardil's family in as all the different. Fancy dress items, I don't know. Of course, Art Kathy watch... was the Easter Bunny, so maybe Kathy will be the the ghost. Who knows? Would you like to, to give us your completely unlikely prediction, please? So my prediction is that Grey Gables is going to descend into disaster and the hotel inspector from the TV series is going to arrive and cause uh, such chaos, it's just going to spiral into 
even more of a disaster. But there we are. So essentially you're saying Grey Gables is going to be a disaster. I think it's going to be a disaster before it gets better. Yes, I think bad times are ahead for Grey Gables, but we will see. Next week, I'll be joined by Quentin. The week after, it will be Katie, then Lauren, and then all four of us again. We will be back, hopefully on Saturday, with a very special bonus episode, if it all works out, fingers crossed. You can find us on YouTube. There'll be a longer version of this on YouTube or on Facebook, Instagram. And that's it. That's it from us for this week. So it's uh, bye-bye from me. Bye-bye from me. Goodbye from me. And I think I meant to say goodbye at this point. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.